It's Saturday, May 20th, 2017, and you're listening to Hurricast. And I'm your host, Ben Bowright. And welcome to Season 2 of Hurricast. Uh, This will be a weekly update on all of the tropical weather activity going on on around the globe. So you may be wondering when Season 1 happened. Uh, That was almost 10 years ago. Uh, when I was still in high school, I made a few episodes of Hurricast, and they were actually available on iTunes. Um, I doubt anyone listened to them, but after all this time, I figured, why not try it again? And so, as I mentioned, our current activity is currently at zero. Uh, that is a little unusual for this time of year. Usually, there's at least one system going on somewhere in the world. But um, this whole past week, there has been no activity to speak of. But we do have a few storms that occurred preseason, both in the Atlantic and the Eastern Pacific, uh, the two basins that are of most uh, interest to us here in the United States. In the Atlantic, we had Tropical Storm Arlene, uh, which formed on April 19th, which is quite early. Uh, It was only the sixth uh, tropical or subtropical cyclone ever to form in April in the Atlantic Ocean. And it was also the most intense uh, ever recorded for the month of April. And it was originally a subtropical depression. Uh, Advisories began on that on April 19th. And... It then transitioned to a tropical depression, uh, which was not expected originally. Um, It was supposed to remain subtropical, but then it took on some um, warm core characteristics and became a tropical depression on April 20th. And then later the same day, um, it again rather unexpectedly intensified into a tropical storm, becoming the first named storm of the 2017 Atlantic hurricane season, and that was Arlene. And to quote the uh, forecast discussion from that advisory where it was upgraded to a tropical storm, this is from forecaster Avila. He says, quote, I have to add one more surprise to my long hurricane forecasting career. Unexpectedly, the subtropical cyclone became a tropical depression this morning, and then it intensified to a tropical storm. So, um, obviously this is not the first thing that the forecasters at the National Hurricane Center were expecting. But alas, uh, Arlene reached a maximum intensity of 45 knots, uh, which is a full 10 knots above the minimum threshold uh, for a tropical storm. So that was certainly unusual. But then, as predicted, it was still absorbed into an extratropical cyclone, the next day on April 21st. So uh, position-wise, Arlene was really just kind of out in the middle of nowhere in the northern Atlantic, somewhat near the Azores, um, but it really just sort of made a clockwise, uh, excuse me, that was a counterclockwise pattern, sort of around the middle of the ocean, obviously not affecting land. And in the eastern Pacific, we also had a uh, somewhat unusual early storm. This was Tropical Storm Adrian, uh, which formed on May 9th, 
uh, and that set the record by three days of the earliest forming Eastern Pacific tropical cyclone on record, unlike Arlene, uh, which was the sixth April tropical cyclone on record. This was the very earliest to ever form in the Eastern Pacific. The first advisory was issued on Tropical Depression 1E uh, late in the day on May 9th, uh, so this will have been a few weeks ago now. Uh, the original forecast uh, called for it to intensify into a Category 2 hurricane uh, with maximum sustained winds of 85 knots, but um, some unexpected wind shear picked up uh, pretty quickly, actually, and it only reached a maximum intensity of 40 knots before uh, it really began to uh, dissipate. And it did not regenerate, although there was some low chance that that would happen. So uh, certainly a hurricane this early would have been even more unprecedented, but already setting that record uh, previously held by Hurricane Alma in 1990, which uh, originally formed on May 12th of that year. So that's pretty much uh, everything that's gone on recently, uh, but we have had uh, quite an active season ongoing in the Southern Hemisphere, uh, which is generally most active in the Northern Hemisphere winter months. So we have had a few strong cyclones in the Australian New Zealand region, uh, one of those being severe tropical cyclone Debbie, which occurred from the 23rd to the 30th of March of this year. Uh, maximum sustained winds of 120 miles an hour with a minimum sustained pressure of 943 millibars. Uh, quite bad there. It affected uh, parts of Queensland and New South Wales, uh, as well as New Zealand. It caused, uh, in U.S. dollars, $420 million in damages, with, um, unfortunately, 11 fatalities. Quite a, a bad storm there. Uh, and soon after that, just about a week later, um, another severe tropical cyclone, Ernie, thankfully not affecting land this time, but it reached um, the Australian Category 5 status from the 5th to the 10th of April, intensifying quite rapidly, obviously, if that all occurred within five days. Uh, it had maximum sustained winds of 140 miles an hour, minimum sustained pressure 922 millibars. But it, for the most part, remained out in the open ocean to the west of Australia, in the southern Indian Ocean, and did not affect land, but still quite intense. So further east in the South Pacific, a few storms of note, there was actually um, an unnamed tropical depression, a 4F, back in December that actually caused quite a bit of damage in Fiji, um, I assume mostly from flooding as opposed to wind damage. Then a few uh, more recent tropical cyclones, uh, Tropical Cyclone Cook, which um, affected Vanuatu as well as uh, New Caledonia and New Zealand. Maximum sustained winds 100 miles an hour. Uh, and then the very next one, uh, Severe Tropical Cyclone Donna, uh, somewhat recently from May 1st to the 10th, uh, this reached Category 5 on the Australian scale, with a minimum central pressure of 935 millibars, 
this also affected similar areas as Cook, unfortunately, uh, as well as the Solomon Islands, in addition to Vanuatu, New Caledonia, and New Zealand. And then, uh, most recently, uh, from May 7th to the 15th, just last week, we had a Category 2 cyclone, Ella, uh, which did not cause much damage. It reached a maximum intensity of 70 miles an hour, while I assume still out at sea. Not make any uh, direct landfalls, it doesn't look like. But yes, looking at the uh, storm track of Donna, it really did make a pretty direct hit out there on some of those um, islands to the northeast of Australia. It looks like uh, its maximum intensity was still over water, but I'm sure the, the, the tropical cyclone winds extended far beyond that, uh, well over those islands. So quite an active season going on around Australia so far this year. Usually don't hear about those, but that is, of course, the purpose of this podcast, to bring you the latest information on all of the tropical cyclones occurring around the world, not just in the Atlantic and Pacific. So as far as the uh, remainder of the Atlantic season is concerned, uh, the official National Hurricane Center uh, seasonal outlook or prediction has not been released yet. Uh, that should be coming within the next few weeks. But uh, we have had several, um, I suppose you could say, unofficial uh, season predictions that have come out from various organizations. So uh, both the Weather Channel and North Carolina State University released their predictions about a month ago in mid-April. And both of them, uh, the consensus generally by all of these has been that we're going to have a, a fairly normal um, Atlantic season. Uh, the Weather Channel is predicting 12 named storms with six hurricanes and two major hurricanes. Uh, and then NCSU Similar predictions, they give a range instead of a specific number. Uh, they're calling for 11 to 15 named storms, 4 to 6 hurricanes, and 1 to 3 major hurricanes. And uh, for comparison, uh, last season had 15 named storms, 7 hurricanes, and 4 major, uh, which is a little bit above average. But um, if you'll recall, really the only one that caused really major damage and devastation was Hurricane Matthew, uh, which occurred in late September of last year, really wreaked some havoc in the Caribbean, and then affected the uh, Florida and Carolina coasts here in the U.S. So we're looking at about an average season in the Atlantic. Um, no real predictions coming out for the Eastern Pacific yet, although uh, one would expect when there's uh, average to below average activity in the Atlantic that we would be getting uh, enhanced activity in the Pacific. And last uh, year's Pacific season was certainly quite active with a total of 22 named storms, 13 hurricanes, and six majors. Um, so we could be looking at yet another quite active season this year in 2017. So that does it for this week of Hurricast. Uh, not much activity to speak of so far, uh, and the forecasts generally not calling for any kind of uh, development within the next several days. 
So you can follow us on Facebook at facebook.com slash Huracast. And you can also listen to our stream on SoundCloud, soundcloud.com slash Huracast, as well as on iTunes and other podcast providers. So join us next week for another episode of Huracast. Until then, I'm Bimbo Wright.